Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. I'm really happy that you're here with us today as we start to look at basic nutrition for anxiety. It gets very individual and very personal, but today we're going to look at the very basic things that you can do in your daily life to take you to the healthiest place possible to have your body heal itself. So here we go. Let's look at really basic nutrition. And I say looking at really basic stuff because it gets very individualized. There are things, one man's medicine is another man's poison. So we have to look at ourselves as individuals. But there are some very, very common things that we can all do And I want to talk about some of that today. When you have stress and anxiety, you want to do everything you can to alleviate that stress on your physical body. Uh, You want to have your energy available for healing, for keeping yourself calm, and for being in the parasympathetic nervous system. So you don't want to be in allergic systems. You don't want to be triggering yourself with foods or environments that are uh, keeping your body in an alarmed state. So let's start by looking at certain foods and stimulants. There are a lot of things that can trigger uh, an increased sense of anxiety, making us more prone to stress, right? Others have uh, the effect, other foods or supplements even, have the effect of soothing the nervous system or help to increase our body's ability to adjust to stressful situations. So that's what I would use the word. That's in herbal terms, that would be using an adaptogen, something that helps your body adjust to a stressful situation. So here's just a few tips that we can use for looking at nutrition and some herbs that we might want to use to manage our stress. First, I have uh, listed today uh, using uh, nervines. They're herbs which are soothing to the nervous system and encourage calm and relaxation. And some of those would be chamomile, very readily available as a tea. Valerian root. Again, now that's a bit stronger, but it still 
is lovely. It still is something that you can get in a tea, often comes in combinations. Lemon balm is another fabulous uh, herbal to use for that calming effect to keep yourself from getting uh, overly anxious and nervous. Oat straw is another one. It's, these are also not just calming when you're taking them. They are revitalizing. They have nutrients. They have minerals, vitamins that are essential for keeping the body you know, in a healing state versus being depleted by having things like sodas or other things that may be you're drinking that are depleting you, right? So if we have some of these herbal teas, such as the chamomile, the valerian, lemon balm, or oat straw, you're at, you're doing double duty because you're not having a drink that is depleting, but you're also adding a lot of nutrients and phytonutrients that are calming your nervous system and keeping you built up. Secondly, I wanted to talk a little bit about those adaptogens, which I mentioned a minute ago. Um, these condition your nervous system. They get your nervous system in, a sh- in shape so that it can deal with a broad range of stress and life stressors and quickly return to the state of balance. So once the stressor goes away, uh, without robbing the body of vital nutrients and energy, these are the way to go because they help your body get back to uh, even keel again and they don't rob the body of any of your vital nutrients and energy. Unlike some other things that are on the market, you want to be careful of things. I have been re- having to read labels for a long time, especially for clients that bring things into me that I've never even seen before. Some things that are even claiming to be for calm and relaxation have some pretty pretty interesting ingredients that would amp me up. So I'm not quite sure. You really want to read your list of ingredients and check in with what is actually in your drink, especially if it's something commercial that you've bought already prepared and has a long list of ingredients. That's a danger signal right there. So anyway, looking at some of the adaptogens, you can get these in tea form or in supplement form. And there are things such as ashwagandha, is an Indian herb. Tulsi, again, that is another uh, Indian herb, uh, which is also known as holy basil. There's a whole line of holy basil teas now, which are just delicious. They have them in different flavors. I like the rose. Tulsi rose is my favorite one. And it comes, you know, even in cinnamon, all kinds of flavors. So check these things out. Tulsi is a beautiful one. It's the holy basil. It's a very revered herb in India. We also can look at Siberian ginseng, a great one for bringing balance. It's all about balance here with uh, uh, Siberian ginseng. It's a really excellent adaptogen. Rhodiola is another one, and so is passion flower. And I want to say a little bit about the passion flower because that one does double duty. It is also a very good one for relaxing and calming. So it's used as both an adaptogen and as a calming agent. So it's a delicious tea also. So you may want to check in to uh, looking for the passion flower tea. 
Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Next, I'm going to move along to, there are a lot of different kinds of mineral products out there. We all know about calcium and magnesium, right? We've talked about magnesium here on the show, and there's often a combination. Often you will get magnesium and it's already hooked up with the calcium. And the calcium and magnesium are both great for the nervous system. Calcium actually gets the muscles to contract and magnesium gets the muscles to relax. So it's a great combination and the heart needs both of those and all of our muscles need it. So they have a great combination to work on the nervous system, but most of us are lacking in the magnesium, not the calcium. So as we talked about in the previous show with Dr. Carolyn Dean, and we talked about the magnesium miracle, you may want to re-listen to that if you haven't already started using a magnesium. This might be a great chance for you to look into that again. You can get it from your foods, but I will be perfectly honest in saying that much of the soil is depleted, at least from where it used to be, of magnesium. And so, therefore, some of the vegetables that are normally high in magnesium are a little bit more deficient themselves in magnesium. But the mineral-rich foods that I do suggest, you want to look at your dark leafy greens, bone broths, Oh, especially using a bone broth in the evening can be helpful to help relax you and wind you down. It's warm. Warm drinks at night are wonderful for relaxing. And um, so are the calcium-magnesium drinks that come in combination. Or you can just get a magnesium drink and you mix that in warm or cold water. But again, warm is very relaxing and it's a great one to use at night. Also, as far as supplements, if you do take a supplement, take it with your dinner. And um, in the evening, try to remember to soak with your magnesium Epsom salts. You know, even if it's just a foot bath, it's a wonderful way for your body to absorb the magnesium and begin its relaxing journey into the evening. You can also use magnesium spray. 
I love the magnesium sprays, especially for those of you who are uh, not wanting to take a supplement orally. You can use the magnesium sprays, and I suggest spraying it on the more thin parts of the skin, which would be the inside of the forearm and the belly, under the breasts. It's a great place. Uh, magnesium oil can be a little bit sticky. It feels like you just were in the ocean and you're, you've got a little bit of that salt water on you, but it's a beautiful, beautiful way to get some magnesium into you if you are not wanting to take oral magnesium supplements. One of, I have a couple of more points that I want to make here, and many of you are going to say, oh, yeah, 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 I've heard that before, and I'm just going to continue saying it until people are hearing it and giving it a try. It's, um, here it comes. It's avoiding stimulants, and that does include coffee. I am a coffee drinker now, but I probably went, 10 years where I was uh, drinking decaf coffee and it was fine. You just kind of get used to it. I don't know if I've ever had the coffee for the stimulant effect, but I loved it as a drink. And so when I realized that the caffeine really was affecting my anxiety level and my blood sugar level that I said, okay, that's easy enough to give up and just to go to decaf. And there's so many wonderful decafs on the market now. It's not, it's not a weird thing to have to go out and look for. So really explore what you can do to get your stimulant drink out of your life. It could be that you're drinking a lot of green tea. It could be that you're drinking a lot of black tea. And I want to say that all of those can be had in their decaf form. Green tea is a wonderful uh, thing to have. So is black tea, actually. They're both quite medicinal. But you want to have them in the decaf form to avoid that caffeine jitter and to avoid it disrupting your blood sugar levels, which can trigger anxiety, right? We want to just clean these things out. That's the thing we want to do with our diet. Way before even adding things, we want to just clean out what isn't working for us. And I'll tell you those things that aren't working for you. Number one is the caffeine. So let's give it a try. One of the things that you might love as a replacement is rooibos tea, which is also known as African redbush. It has no caffeine in it. It makes a nice, deep, sort of brownish red tea, and it's so flavorful. It actually is kind of sweet in taste, even though it has no uh, caloric value. It has a sweet kind of herbal taste, and it doesn't need anything added to it. It's a great thing to try. I remember when I found that, I was in love with it, and I still love it, both iced and hot. And that's a great way to avoid the caffeine jitters. Another one that I want to mention uh, that's super-duper important that we want to eliminate is the processed foods. And in eliminating processed foods, we eliminate some well-known triggers for anxiety, which are high sugar. Now, I'm not saying sugar causes anxiety. I am saying that highly processed, highly sugared items 
deplete the body enough so that you have trouble becoming being back in balance again. You have trouble having what you need to keep yourself balanced and going forward, being able to heal in the, quickly. So we want to avoid those things. We want to avoid the uh, sugar and other processed and refined foods. They cause a multitude of different problems. You know, the reason why it takes so much effort to get back on keel again is because those foods are the ones that are causing severe highs in blood sugar levels, which cause severe lows in blood sugar levels. Your blood sugar often drops way lower than before you ate the sugar item. And sugar is hidden in things, so we just don't want to make ourselves crazy about this. But we want to be conscious. We want to say, is there? if I have a choice between two things, can I choose the one that is not going to trigger my body into a high and low blood sugar swing and therefore maybe keeping me a little bit more out of uh, anxious feeling, which alarms my body to think that there's danger, which just keeps me in that loop of anxiety, fear, anxiety. So we want to keep those processed and sugared foods out. And those can cause not only blood sugar fluctuations, but in that it causes um, to mood swings. And when we have mood swings, we have anxiety. And it makes us also more prone to stress because we're edgy, we're looking for things, we're in that state of looking for the danger. And so let's just sweep those things out if you can. Eat as um, least processed as you can. Look for the alternatives when it comes to the caffeinated drinks and totally stay away from um, energy drinks or high energy supplements. They can really, really, really trigger anxiety. And if you have any questions about what you're using or what you're taking and if it might be not, uh, if you have a question about it, send it, send it into the Facebook group there and we'll, uh, we'll try to answer uh, your questions about these particular items. Again, like I said, it gets to be very individual. So that's why it's hard to do a sweeping, everybody should take this and everybody should take that. That's why I'm going to stay away from talking about amino acids on the show. Um, that's very individual and um, they can work like a charm, but they can also cause you to be more anxious if if they're not taken properly. So that kind of stuff is very individual and you want to be working with somebody who is guiding you through that. You don't want to just be jumping on that stuff yourself. I know it's all available over the counter, but you want to use caution when adding those types of things. They work very much on brain chemistry when they are taken out. Amino acids are the building blocks to protein. So it seems harmless, right? But when they are extracted and used, one amino acid uh, alone without the combination, then they become medicinal. And so much caution needs to be around that kind of stuff, especially when it is going to be working on your brain chemistry. So anyway, there's lots of stuff around that. But I think you can do 
wonders by cleaning out the things such as the caffeines, such as the processed foods and added sugars, and adding in some of these nerving teas such as the chamomile, valerian, lemon balm, and oat straw, and keeping out those other caffeinated hot teas that are wonderful in and of themselves, but they may be triggering you with your anxiety. So that's it for the basic nutrition around anxiety. And now for today's quote. I can feel guilty about the past, apprehensive about the future, but only in the present can I act. The ability to be in the present moment is a major component of mental wellness. And that's from Abraham Maslow. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.